Today, we're going to talk about honouring our parents with money. You're listening to Jom Sembang Malaysia. Okay, so what inspired this topic? So I had conversation with a relative recently. He started a new job. Okay. okay how old is he? Finish uni lah. Okay. So fresh grad, first job. <laughs> so being the older relative, I mean, we're quite close lah. I said, hey, so how are you giving your parents allowance or not? And then he goes, no lah, they're not retired yet. <laughs> okay. So I'm like, mm, oh, <laughs> I didn't know what to say after that. <laughs> So stuck. Um, so yes. Yeah. So actually, I don't know. The part about honouring parents is something that's very um, ingrained in me. Mm. Um, probably by my grandmother. Mm. Because uh, from when I was young, he always saying, oh, you must, you know, my children give me money when they start working. So when I first got my first job, mm-hmm. the first thing I did was allocate money for my parents. Mm. It became like a auto function. Right. Um, and I think that time, it wasn't the amount. It was more of like, I remember, because I spent so much time listening to my grandmother talking about the children giving money. <laughs> la, some give a lot, some never give, some whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah. I roughly have a rough idea that it's a lot about gesture mm-hmm. and also not a very stingy amount. La. So if you're earning a thousand, you give it ten ringgit, it's too, too okay. much, la, you know, in that sense. La. <laughs> so uh, I remember my first salary was thousand six. Okay. And I actually gave them about four hundred. Like 25% of it. Wow. Uh, and I remember parents saying, Ayah, no need lah, your first job, you should keep blah, 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 blah. But after that, I remember saying, uh, it's just a good habit to start. Mm. When I get my first job and not when I get my 10,000 ringgit yeah. on my job, yeah. it will be very yeah. hard to part with more mm. money. So that's how I started. Mm. And then uh, my grandma was quite proud of me lah. <laughs> because not only did I give my parents, I actually gave my grandma the first month. Right. Like, just to honour lah. Yeah. You know, it's what I wanted to do, but not every month after that. Right. It's just like, okay, grandma got the first month, my parents still got the first month and the rest of it. Hmm. And then came my sister work that I need to like, I don't know, we grew up in the same household but we never get the same values. <laughs> okay, so I needed to like, you know, hint or remind like, hmm. hey, you know, uh, it's not the amount, it's the gesture, which is totally fine. Then came to my brother. My brother's a little bit more of a slower end uh, special okay. needs, right? So he's the one that is very, follow the book one. Okay. My money is my money lah. Why must I give it to you, you know? <laughs> and here I will try to say, okay, fine. If you don't give money, why don't you just... um, Because he's a bit special needs. Right. So a bit of different education. So what I did was, your first salary, you should blanja your parents eat. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. So that has become a culture in the family lah. Mm. But I always thought that everyone does it, you know. Mm. And then I talked to my friend three years later after I start, started working already, right? And then um, back then, wow, they all earn money, like not enough to use one. They earn more than me, but always not enough to use one. So after that, we sat down and calculate why not enough to use. And I realized they never ever, ever give a single cent to the parents. Mm. And they said, I never asked them for money, lucky you. Wow. So, and they're talking about the same generation. And how old are these people who never ask the parents for money? <laughs> uh, back then, we were all t- below 25 lah. That age lah. Okay. So for me, if you're working 3-4 years and you never give yeah. money. and uh, But back then, right, a lot of my friends, they spend so much, they really ask their parents for money. La. <laughs> so to them, I did ask for money. It's a big and Parents not retire yet. <laughs> Correct. So that was like maybe 10, 10 over years ago. Mm. Now, the younger generation that I talk to, mm. like you, if I bring out this topic, they were like, why I need to give money to my parents? Yeah. So, okay. Um, what was your first experience with this? I suppose it would have been my first job also. It just seemed to be the right thing to do. Also because uh, I would always see my 
well, my sister-in-law giving on behalf of my brother. <laughs> you know, the women do all the, okay. all the stuff. Uh, and it was a very visual thing to me. And it's not like she made a big thing out of it. But like, it's like, oh, I, give him money. No, no, it's, yeah, it was just, this allowance for, for this month kind of thing. Just very simple thing. Um, and then, yeah, my mother would be very happy because, you know, I mean, it's not like a big amount. Like, like not like, you know, like super big amount. It's like maybe a few hundred kind of thing. Um, but the gesture, right, and the regularness of it just made me think it's the right thing to do lah. So I also kind of followed, right? Um, but so, okay, so when this relative told me that, this younger relative, uh, it made me double think lah because my mom has been a single mom uh, all this while. As, okay. as far as when I started working, she was already a single mom, okay. right? So I'm thinking, oh yeah, so maybe I gave to... Because she's a single mom, she's not working. But if my parents were working, I did start to question then, do I still give or not? But then after that, when I went back, right, it's like, well, I'm still living under their house, what? If not, I have to pay rent somewhere else. Correct. And I'm by giving, I'm contributing to the household needs. Like, it's a responsible Correct. thing to do. Lah. And then in, in the event that, oh, we get married, move out, whatever, or just move out. Don't have to get married to move out, right? But yeah. <laughs> and then you you still want to give that would be an, an honouring thing. Uh, That's a, probably a good way of thinking already. about it. I also never thought about like, if you move out, do you stop giving allowance? But I don't know. In the Chinese culture, this whole giving monthly allowance thing is a tradition. Mm. It's not a, you live under a roof, so you give. Once you move out, right. you have to give. Even if you get married, you move out or you decide to move to a uh, next door block and stay another block because you don't want to stay with your family. It's still part of the tradition mm. of giving. Uh, so that is something that I find the younger generation now do not see because we are so, how say, uh, indirect lah. Just give quietly. Now you want easier, just online. Yeah. So there is no, not like you and me, we see right. and we learn. I think so. This is invisible now, therefore nothing happening. But, the interesting part about giving is there's also the whole um, economic things that's happening. So for example, our parents' generation when they grow up, they needed to help in the family. So giving is part of that. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When it comes to us, we are almost like, okay, they are they are affordable but they're not super rich so giving mm. helps. But the younger generation now is like, the parents really well to do, really do Correct. Right, right? So in their mind, the value is not there. Therefore, the gesture is even more invisible. Or they think that their parents are well to do and got it all covered. I mean, sometimes, right, we, we look, um, wow, lifestyle is all there, got nice cars, Correct. but you don't really know actually got savings or not. Correct. Because they're spending all their money on your education and stuff, lah, right? Correct. So whether they actually have enough or whether they're actually tightening their belt and don't tell you to protect you from worry or whatever, we really, really don't know. Yeah. yeah. So either way, I think it's um, just honorary as a gesture would be nice. Yeah. So in the end, right, <laughs> he said, um, I will blanche them makan lah. So I'm like, okay, that's good, that's good. That's good. Once a month, like, you belanja makan. Correct, like, a oh, good okay, start. Okay, okay, yeah. A very good start. Like my brother, <laughs> la, yeah. belanja makan seems to be easier than uh, deciding how much to... Yeah. Maybe they feel awkward because they've never seen it before. So it might be a bit awkward to give like that. La. Yeah. So after we come back, um, let's talk a little bit more of what else do we give or how much do we actually have to give back to our parents. Mm. Today's episode is powered by Studio 2105. If you're looking to do a podcast like us, reach out to them. They're available everywhere. Um, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, go or not? Ah? 
He laughed. <laughs> so don't know. <laughs> anyway, it's 21 uh, colon 05, yeah? Yes. They also do music production. We've done some songs here before. So yeah, reach out to them for all your recording needs. Okay, so just now, right, I mentioned like, okay, how I decided how much to give from my salary lah, right? Yeah. But I also have to be very honest. Um, when my when I get a salary increase, the first thing I think about is not increasing my parents' allowance. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Okay? I don't know why it never crossed my mind on that. Uh, recently, I re-evaluate the allowance part is because as the economy goes bad and things start to be expensive, then I review. So mm. I do take time to review that allowance thing. Mm. Um when things need it lah. Mm. But it's not on the, if everything is smooth sailing and then if I get a <laughs> big uh, promotion, somehow it was out of my mind. That's one thing. Okay. The second thing is, I remember doing since day one of my job is, whenever I get a bonus, mm-hmm. I give my parents bonus. Oh, that's nice. So it's like, uh, yeah lah, like an extra pocket money. I feel that if ah. I get extra pocket money, then my parents should also get extra pocket money. Okay. But I might not give them, um, let's say, Every time I get bonus, I might give them Chinese New Year extra pocket oh, money. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Those, those are some things that, yeah, I still do. Hmm. I think the Chinese New Year one, yeah, I, I do that too. It's like, okay, if I'm feeling like, wow, this this year has been good year in terms of finance, then yeah, the ampang also becomes a bit bigger. <laughs> uh, I've never thought of increment for, uh, yeah, for my parents or for my mom at least. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if there's like a formula of how much you should give. Like, okay, so for for me, I know tithe like is 10%, right? Okay, tithing is like something that Christians do. Yeah. Correct. Uh, but for parents, I don't know if there's a formula. Is there? I'm not sure. So for my personal is when I started giving, my parents uh, were still working. Mm-hmm. When they have uh, retired. I actually based on uh, whether they have savings or not and stuff like that okay. and their needs and I decide based on that whether I can afford the amount that they need to live Ooh. on a daily basis. Wow. Yeah. So something like that. The other thing that I really um, really changed one of the things that I do the first few years that I'm working is uh, my parents used to pay my insurance. Okay. When they're young, right? Every month they pay or something like that. Mm. But then my parents bought insurance where at 21, uh, they finish one. Oh, okay, then you okay. start one. Yeah. So I remember they paid at 21. I said, okay, now I've finished already at 21. Then you get, so smart. you get back your whatever, <laughs> uh, uh. Uh, premium or whatever is it. Yeah. And they said, for me, how much you buy your own? Okay. You start. So I think that was also a good start. So I started uh, my paying my own insurance. And then eventually, uh, the question now is, uh, a lot of older generation people don't buy insurance. Mm. And it's really up to the young wants the children to initiate mm. or suggest or just pay for them. Right. What are your thinking about this? So I've considered that before. You know, the funny thing about insurance, right? It ends, the, the term ends, well, the regular ones, I don't know where things have changed now. It kind of ends when, just before you start to get sick. Ah, uh, yeah, 60. I mean, of, <laughs> of course, there are those that, you know, you get uh, those critical illnesses earlier in life. But you really start to get a little bit more concerned after you pass 70. Correct. 80. And normally it's more expensive but the older you get. Like premium yes, price. Yes, that's the thing. So I mean, of course lah, because yeah. But it's like when, when people need it most, when it's not available or it's like super expensive. So I, I did consider that and then we decided no point. Because my mom is generally very healthy. So no point paying a premium when you don't, that kind of high premium. Rather save that lah. Save that, 
put that in FD or something in case, you know, in case something happens, at least the amount is there lah. Probably not enough lah for hospital fees nowadays. Um, yeah. But insurance are not cheap nowadays. Correct, that's why. It's totally like, uh, uh, yeah. It's like, for me, it's like sometimes a egg and chicken thing. But yeah, I guess you really know if you kena lah. Yes. I mean, a lot of my friends say, when you kena, then you will know lah, you know, how much uh, hospital bills are and stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah, what are the other ways that we can honour our parents? Besides money? Um... Well, besides money, a lot of ways actually. Um, and this is something I've been thinking of recently. It's being present. I am trying to do that. Not very well. <laughs> um, you know, you go to work, come home. Okay, I live with my mom. Or rather, my mom lives with me. Okay. It's my house, right? Housemates. <laughs> yeah, housemates, correct. Um, but because I work from home, uh, a lot of times, it feels like, wow, I spend a lot of time with my mother. Ah. But actually, no, you know. It's like, breakfast. After that, I go to my home office. Okay. And I'm there until lunchtime. Okay. Which, okay lah, if office is the same thing. And then come out. And then, yeah, we chit-chat a little bit. And then, sometimes it's like, when she's trying to generate a conversation, I am trying to work. Or, totally you know, get that. My mom likes to do that. When um, I'm working, she would just sit next to me and start talking and I'd be like, can you talk to me during meal time? <laughs> okay, my mother doesn't do that. Lah. And and so it comes to a stage now that actually we don't really talk. Uh, and it's, it gets difficult. Lah. I think as as the age progresses and then your interests are different. There's, there's like lesser and lesser things to talk about that we're both interested in. Yep. You know? And I think I find myself trying to make that extra effort uh, to have those conversations. Like, when it comes, right? Like, talk lah. <laughs> like, the other day, I talked to her about, uh, um, uh, this this app, you know, now on the phone fitness app, yeah. you can do, let's say, go treadmill, or what lah, your cycling. and From then her you can, new watch that yes, day. Yes, yes. You can watch the video, uh, and it's a lot more fun rather than, so I was just trying to tell her about my gym experience, this new experience that I, that I had. Uh, at first, you say, yeah, listening. And after a while, I can see it. So it's like, okay, thinking about other things already. So I really had to like, pull it back. hey, you listening or no? You know, that kind of thing. Uh, be thick skin a bit. Then like, yeah, she's like, oh yeah, okay, okay. She's trying to tell me something. Because otherwise, it's hard to find subjects lah, that we would actually uh, engage on. Does that make sense? Does make sense. But With, I have to yeah. say, um, good job for you. Because I think it's harder to be present when you're always together. Because mm. you kind of Take it for granted lah that you're together lah. So for mm. me, right, when I was living with my parents, um, I also like you, I feel that I spent a lot of time with them. Just mm. because we're in the same room, same house, yeah. doing things maybe. But in between, it's just like, oh, have you watered the plants? That kind of communication. Not Correct. Communication. What shall we eat for lunch, you know? Correct. Yeah. So, uh, and then when I moved out, then I realized when I met them, I really have proper conversation. Oh. So for me to have that proper conversation when I'm staying with them takes so much more effort. Like I need to like, okay, now it's family time, but isn't it family time all this time? But okay, never my family time. And it, the need to so-called disconnect, to connect mm. deeply compared to the, have you washed the clothes? Yes, kind of yes. Connect, yeah. It's yeah. Uh, extra effort. So for yeah. that, I think you're doing pretty well. And it's also sometimes you, you there's not, no additional story to tell, you know? Because, because you're the whole day to, together, correct, there's no other exactly. story to tell. I totally get that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think being present is quite an important 
thing right now. Mm. Especially in today's era where everything's TikTok or whatever. Um, for me, like, uh, because I don't leave my parents, so they always send TikTok lah, video lah, forwarded messages. It's it's an effort to stay connected, mm. but at the same time, I feel that it happens with any other group, so I don't feel that connection. I see. I still need to uh, isolate time. So what what really good thing came out of the pandemic was um, we have our weekly family call, video call. Mm. That you are really forced to like answer the call and look at the person on the video and talk. Okay. Yeah. Even that, it took a long time for us to just have that quality time because yeah. we'll be turning on and then we're doing some other stuff. Yes. Like, hey, are you even listening to me? You know, yeah. Yeah, that kind of stuff. So yeah, being present is something that I think uh, a, lot of, a lot of parents actually miss. Mm. They kind of want to know what you're doing, but they kind of don't need the detail kind of thing. Yes, exactly. And then they get like they get annoyed if they like you don't tell like. But then to, for me, it's like, what's the point of telling you? Hey, I'm going to Bintulu to talk. And then uh, you know, to them that's sufficient. To me, it's like you know, sufficient uh, okay lah. Or sometimes they say talk <laughs> what lah, do what like you know. Yeah, it's, um, it's either it. too much info or too little info. Like why do you need to know this? The balance of it. <laughs> Or if I tell too much, then yeah. <laughs> but for them, it's really to just stay connected. Even as we mm. grow to different phases in life. Like my my parents really appreciate just, oh, she went to Lulu. Hey, they will go everywhere. Say, yeah, my daughter go to Lulu. Mm. Instead of like, go everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what daughter is doing. That makes sense. That makes sense. So just knowing uh, where they are, anak-anak, yeah, compared to la. someone else coming there, hey, your daughter was in Bintulu. Oh, like, yeah, really, huh? Don't know, huh? Yeah, then they get a bit embarrassing also. La. Agitated. Yeah, but that regular thing, I think, uh, is important to them uh, because they need some kind of assurance. I think, that, I don't know, uh, it could be a personality type or it could be an age thing that they just want to know, okay, what's going to happen this week? And that regularity helps us. So for, for me, uh, one thing I try to do is to keep the Sundays available so that mom and I can go to my brother's place and have dinner together, just spend the evening together. Lah. Uh, so yeah, you know, sometimes like people ask for, oh, can we do a training on this one? Or can we do this on, can we meet up? And as far as possible, Sundays, I will just say, uh, cannot. You know, I'm occupied. That means it's literally a block there. Yep. Um, also because if there happens to be a time that, oh, so my brother is not available that weekend. And then the following weekend, I... Go and give Correct. away already. Then end up one one month never see her. And then my mother will be like, never Ruined, see her grandson like grandsons. <laughs> um, yeah. So I feel that just keeping that as far as I can really helps lah. Yeah. Okay, to summarize the episode. So we have three things that we talk about hmm. today. Uh, impromptu. <laughs> I'm actually counting in my brain. So the first one is uh, giving allowance to your parents as a gesture. Yeah. Not so much the amount, but the gesture. I think it's good to start. Um, as early as possible so that you're used to the habit of it. Yeah. Uh, second thing is be present. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're with them, be present and not like half body with them, mind and soul not with them. <laughs> okay, the third thing was so, just what was he saying just now? A regularity thing. Yeah. So yeah, invest time, energy, intentional time and energy. Yes. I want to tell cannot. Okay, you can end with the last one. <laughs> okay. So, Number one was about money, right? Sometimes you think, ah, yeah, it's just give, 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 give. Ah. But giving that first ang power ah, can be very, very beneficial. I'll tell you this story about a friend of mine. Okay. So he wanted to be a musician. But his grandmother always telling him, be a pharmacist. Pharmacy is very good. Because ah, my tai chi, ah, I go every morning, there's this one friend of mine, ah, have the granddaughter is pharmacist. Very good one. 
earn a lot of money one. Okay, and okay. then on top of getting all the medicine lah, you know, get discount and everything. So, what he did was, his first uh, gig. Okay. He got paid quite decently. He bungkus that thing in Ang Pao, gave the whole thing to his grandmother. Okay. Since then, the grandmother has been going to the Tai Chi and it's like, my grandson, ah, musician, you know, one night ah, can earn don't know how many hundred ringgit. No. That day, he gave me Ang Pao. So, ah, the benefit of that is ah, you can flip your grandparents' uh, perspective or understanding of what you do. Lah. Of course, he doesn't earn like that all the time. Yeah. But it really paid off for him. Lah. He was a smart boy. Lah. <laughs> well put, done. put them in the peace of mind that you are okay. You are okay. Yeah. I think when you stop giving allowance, it's when your parents say that, oh, oh, something's not okay. I think so. La. It's a good indication for both parties. So yeah, let's end on a good note. <laughs> Jom Sembang Malaysia is hosted by two Malaysians who are passionate about Malaysian stuff. Stay tuned every week for a brand new Sembang session with Juita Suito and Gina Yap Layung. Today's episode is recorded at Studio 2105. Remember to click like and subscribe for the brand new episode next week.